it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. That's another episode of your SmackDown study. This is for the SmackDown of April 23rd, 2021. We are full steam ahead to WrestleMania Backlash, which will be a little over three weeks away from this upcoming Sunday. And it's looking, it's looking pretty good. So, excited to see what happens. And actually, I take that back. It's four weeks from the Sunday. I'm a little ahead of myself. We're not quite there just yet. <laughs> but uh, another good episode of SmackDown. Um, very entertaining, as always. Again, two hours flies by so fast. So, we're just going to get right into it. Show starts off tonight with Cesaro already in the ring. Getting ready, I'm sure, to talk about Roman Reigns and seeing if he can finally get Roman to acknowledge him and accept his challenge for the Universal title. Except Cesaro doesn't get a chance to say a word because Seth Rollins himself comes out to the ring and basically just continues to belittle Cesaro and tell him that until Seth Rollins says that this feud is over, it's not over yet. So I'm I'm excited because I love their match at Mania. I'm excited to see what else comes from this. Um, hopefully they continue to put Cesaro over because the man deserves it. However, this first segment gets uh, a little more in-depth because uh, Jey Uso, gets himself involved, uh, basically teaming with Seth. Um, They go to work together to try to attack Cesaro, who then gets his own backup in the name of Daniel Bryan. So Daniel comes in. Seth and Jay start to move themselves up the ramp, and then who, who then shows up? Fashionably late, as always, the Travel Chief himself, Roman Reigns. And, well, Roman clearly, obviously not 
putting up with any of this. Calling them both losers for different reasons. I believe he called Cesaro a casino loser because he's a loser with bad luck. And he called Danny Bryan just a stupid loser. So I'm like, all right, we're back to the to the more uh, <laughs> interesting promos <laughs> from Roman Reigns. But after that, we jumped right into our first action of the night, which ended up being a tag match with Cesaro and Daniel Bryan taking on and defeating Seth Rollins and Jey Uso only after Seth decides that he don't want to wrestle no more for the day. Leaves Jay by himself, and then Jay gets taken out. And, well, I guess that's how that ends. <laughs> uh, after that, uh, Cesaro puts Jay essentially on an indefinite spin cycle, <laughs> as I think he spun him probably over 40 times. It was hilarious to watch. As Daniel Bryan egged on Roman, to come out to the ring and, and acknowledge Cesaro and give him his universal title match that everybody else thinks he deserves. But does Roman come out? No, <laughs> he doesn't. Poor Jay left to, uh, you know, just uh, swing around for a little bit. <laughs> uh, we then found out that Kevin Owens was getting himself an intercontinental title shot tonight versus Apollo. Uh, Apollo and Commander Aziz clearly not happy with this. We had a nice little stare down in the back between Adam Pierce and Apollo. And and Adam Pierce had those had those I'm a fight you eyes. And uh, I'm here for it. I want to see the man actually fight because we all know who the man could fight. I don't care if he hasn't been in the ring in a long time. The man knows how to fight. I want to see him in at least one legitimate fight. <sighs> Will it actually happen? Probably not. But, you know, I can hope still, right? <laughs> um, but before that icy match, we ended up having ourselves a singles match with Nia Jax and Tamina. Tamina riding that wave of momentum coming from WrestleMania with the crowd behind her. And this match was... Um, Well, to steal a line from JR, it was uh, bowling shoe ugly. <laughs> it definitely wasn't the most crisp of matches. I, I will uh I will I will admit that. However, uh I think it got its point across. Uh Reginald made his uh, big return and of course promptly got himself involved in this match, which caused some hiccups with Shayna. And Shayna tried to, well, I don't know. She didn't really try anything. She just took off her jacket and started walking towards Reginald to, to yell at him for her getting attacked by Tamina, which caused Reginald to trip over the steps, which then distracted Naya, which then allowed Tamina to roll up Naya for the pin. So it looks like Tamina and Maddie might be getting Excuse me, I could be getting themselves yet another tag team title opportunity. Which I've been saying since Mania, uh, Tamina deserves to have a title. Um, she's been with this company forever and has still yet to win a singles or even a tag title. 
any title whatsoever. So this would be a great time to give her that opportunity. We then moved on from there. Where they did an interview in the back with Kevin Owens. And who was to show up? But Big E himself. And Big E made no... You know, no... Uh, he didn't hide his feelings about how he feels about Kevin Owens, even though KO has changed his stripes since the last time. Uh, Big E still remembers the whole Big O and how Kevin turned on the New Day when Big E was out. And But seeing those two have this little segment, uh, this little shot for shot in the back, maybe realize I want that match between those two. Whew, I think that'd be a great feud. Just just throwing that out there. I want to speak this into existence. And I'm pretty sure they threw that on the screen just to tease us a little bit, but God damn it. I want it. I want it. I think it'd be great. So we'll find out what happens next week. We then went over to our Intercontinental Championship match, like I said, with Kevin Owens taking on Apollo. And uh, about, I don't know, a few minutes into the match, we got a uh, special visitor. Sami Zayn decided to join us at ringside and join commentary. Um, and the match was great between KO and Apollo looked like KO was going to get the victory. However, Commander Aziz is causing the distraction. Apollo then rolls up KO to retain the title. KO then promptly stuns Apollo and then receives the Nigerian nail, which is a nice little tribute to Umaga with that lovely iron thumb right to KO, and KO just collapses like a heap. So the moment he did that, I immediately thought of Umaga, and I don't know if that's a tribute on purpose or if that was just coincidence, but I thought that was great, and uh, damn it, I miss Umaga. May he rest in peace. What a, what a phenomenal change in the character, and just he was, he was a bulldozer. I mean, his nickname was was very, <laughs> very accurate. Uh, and he had some great matches um, during his time there. It's just a shame what happened. So, but we will move on. Thank you for everything that you did. Uh, and it was nice to see that back. So we then go to the back and Apollo is being interviewed for about, I don't know, two, three minutes. And then uh, Apollo decides that uh, he says that who anybody who wants to even dream of having a title shot know that they're going to, you know, pretty much be defeated. And then Big E comes out of nowhere and levels the man, like just abuses him. <laughs> uh, Commander Seas comes out of the men's locker room, but he was a little too late. Big E gets dragged away by a bunch of officials. So... That's how we leave it with that. 
And then we find out a little bit later in the show that Big E will be challenging Apollo next week for the Intercontinental Championship. So we'll see what happens. Maybe KO gets involved. Maybe that starts that feud. Maybe the feud with KO and Sammy isn't over yet. Because Sammy did his little dance over KO once KO lost. So I don't know. This this could get very interesting very quickly. And I'm excited about this. Because normally the mid-card titles are some of the best feuds. So, yeah. This, this looks good. However, we will stop the presses. I couldn't believe this myself. I, 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 was, I was happy I was sitting because I probably would have fell over. We had an Alistair Black promo on SmackDown. Tales of the Dark Father. My God, I was so excited. I, I could not tweet fast enough. My fingers were all excited. I kept making typos. And thankfully, it didn't impress anything because, you know, Twitter refuses to put in a, a, an edit button. So I, I I love the fact that he's putting out, putting out vignettes again. He looks like he could easily be the leader of a new faction. I know I've heard rumblings online, possibly called the herd. I'd be completely okay with that. You throw in some people who really aren't being used, like, I don't know, maybe Buddy Murphy, uh, maybe, um, oh, I don't know. <laughs> trying to think of some other people to throw in there, but, um, yeah, I need, I'm very happy that he's back, so I need to see where this goes. Um, but, yeah, that was a that was a huge bright spot. In the show. After that, Bailey being interviewed, talking a whole lot of smack about Bianca until Montez Ford shows up with Bianca on the phone saying, Um, this girl talking a lot of talking a lot of stuff, a lot of a lot of shit. And uh Bianca's sorry, right, I'll, I'll be right there. We go to break, come back, and Bianca's waiting for Bailey to start talking and well, Bailey does a little bit of about face, talks about how she's honored to be the first challenger at WrestleMania Backlash, so it says all these nice things about her and everything else. And I'm just sitting there snickering, snickering to myself. I'm like, oh, look, where is Bailey? Come on. I know I know you're better than this. Where is it? Come on. And so Bailey goes to leave and then comes back, says, Oh no, wait, I got one more, one more thing. And then she bursts out laughing. And I'm like, there it is. There's my Bailey. Love it. So those two have such history as it is. Like the chemistry in the ring is phenomenal. So I'm excited, very excited. That match should be outstanding. I also expect Sasha to make her name known yet again during that match. I don't expect that to be a clean match at all. So WrestleMania Backlash already looking pretty good even though we're still a month out. After that, we had some tag team action as the Mysterios took on and defeated the Alpha Academy for the second straight week. So Mysterios looking to move up on the tag team ranks, and um, it's back to the drawing board for the Alpha Academy. But they're still looking strong. I do like what the SmackDown 
tag team division is doing. A lot of matches back and forth, a lot of swapping spots, and it's like a real rank system, and it's nice. It's it's good to see different teams trying to throw their names in the hat and whatnot. Um, you also have the Street Profits trying to challenge the Dirty Dogs for the titles, and the Dirty Dogs being great heels that they are, they're doing everything in their power to not give them that opportunity. So I'm assuming at pay-per-view we're going to get some type of SmackDown championship match. Um, but that's a month away. And there's still plenty of time to plan it. So we'll see what happens. After that, we had Cesaro and Daniel Bryan come out to the ring ready for whatever Roman wanted to say because Roman needs to make his decision if he's going to acknowledge Cesaro or if he's going to continue to do what he has been doing. And that's a whole lot of nothing. And lo and behold, Roman, when it comes to Cesaro, does a whole lot of nothing. And then, a little bit of a shock. He says he is, since he is the universal champion, he is the one who will be doing the challenging. And he turns to Daniel, and he tells Daniel, you, I don't like you. I'm going to give you one more shot next week. However, when you lose, I don't want to see you around here anymore. So next week, we have a SmackDown Universal title match between Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. And if Daniel Bryan loses, he's banished from SmackDown. Gone. So that's interesting. Is he going on a hiatus? Is he going to go to Raw? Is he going to... Is he going to retire? I I hear his contract is up soon. Will this be the end of Daniel Bryan in WWE? Tune in next time to find out. So that's the show. Like I said, it was a good SmackDown. SmackDown always being constant with everything that they've been doing lately. And I love seeing it. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at media underscore Bedlam. You can find us on Facebook and on YouTube as Bedlam Media. And find us on Instagram as Bedlam Media Official. You can find myself pretty much everywhere as Scotty G Stream. And you can find this podcast on basically every podcast platform out there. And if we're not on a platform that you do listen to, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. So that way you can do all your one-stop shopping and get all the bedlam that you want. Because, hey, who does not want a little bedlam in your day? Guys, thank you once again. Really, truly appreciate you. We'll talk to you on Sunday. As remember, it is... Impact Wrestling's next pay-per-view, and Sam and I will be doing our pre-show for it, so stay tuned. We are rocking and rolling. Hope everybody has a great weekend, and most importantly, do not forget to join the Bedlam. Have a good night.
Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.